on this episode of This is Game Boy Light, what would you do if you had three days to live? Welcome back to another brand new episode of This Is Game Boy Light, the little in-between episodes that we do where it's just me or Peltic. And um, I guess you guys were expecting a full episode, but I think I mentioned during the last light that uh, there would be another light coming your way. Um, because, well, we're in the holiday season right now, so it's, uh, it's a little bit harder to actually get set up to, uh, to record uh, with the two of us, so um, we're kind of taking a break, I would say, and I'm just uh, doing two lights, and like Baltic did two lights before when I got uh, a little bit sick, so um, it kind of kind of balances out, I guess. Um, yeah, anyways, um, first of all, uh, for all of you who are not uh, from Japan, um, Happy New Year! Like, uh, this is the first episode we're releasing in the new year. Um, I think it was like two days ago that it was New Year. So, um, yeah, hope you all had some, uh, some fun holidays, got some great presents, uh, celebrated very uh, well, and uh, hopefully you didn't get too drunk, so <laughs> you started the, uh, the new year in a good way. Um, yeah, so what have I been up to? Um, at the moment it's still not Christmas for me, it's like the, the weekend before Christmas, um, but it is of course a very busy period, so I haven't been playing that many Game Boy games either, or games in general. Um, Finally managed to finish the story mode of Metal Gear Solid 5, um, which leaves a lot hanging, I guess. Not, not a lot of things get uh, well rounded up there in the end, um, except for like the big spoiler. I'm not gonna say it if you haven't played it yet, um, but I knew what it was already, but uh, it was still fun to see um, how they managed to to get that in the story. Sadly, um, like it leaves a lot open with uh, what happens to Eli and the Salahanthropus um, and, and Psycho Mantis. So um, sadly, the final mission, uh, Mission 51, never got released, but you can find uh, either if you have the, the Blu-ray uh, from the Special Edition or the Collector's Edition from Metal Gear Solid 5, or you can just YouTube it. You can watch some scenes and uh, it kind of <clears throat> brings that all together as well. Kind of sad that uh, that one never got released, but um, hey, uh, what you're gonna do? Thanks, thanks Konami, I guess. Um, besides that, I played a few Game Boy games. Um, I've been diving into Cave Noir, which is a... Japanese only uh, roguelite dungeon crawler. Um, it's that's something you don't find uh, on Game Boy that much. I think this might be the only one of its kind actually, and it is pretty good. It's it's a little bit bare bones, but if you like roguelike games like Binding of Isaac or, or um, uh, what's the other one I always play, Enter the Gungeon, things like that. Um, you might be very interested in this as well. Um, like I said, it's it's pretty much bare bones, like 
my problem with the game is that it doesn't feel like I'm progressing much throughout the game, which is normal for a roguelite, but, um, or roguelike, I, I still have no idea what the difference between those is. Um, but yeah, it feels like you never unlock anything to help you out better in later dungeons and things like that. So I, f I feel like it's lacking in that department and um, it makes it very hard to do some of the uh, later quote-unquote missions you have to do but yeah if you're interested in that definitely check it out there is a fan translation you do not need it per se um it, it's pretty clear what you can do but uh if you do want to get some english uh, in there um definitely get that fan translation um after that i um checked out a game called ah ah Manada. i guess that's how you pronounce it um which is based on a it's also a Japanese game, by the way. It's based on a Japanese anime, which is about the sumo wrestler. Um, we're still not really clear what you have to do in that game. Like, it's always uh, just sumo bouts, of course. Um, but there is, like, a way to progress through the quote-unquote story. Um, I think Baltic found out that it's, like, you have to do a certain... Um, like, you can choose a position when you go into a bout... Um, and you have to pick the third one and then if you defeat your opponent you you actually progress like you can win cups and it keeps going and going i played it for about 50 minutes i think and yeah it just kept going so i'm not clear if there's an ending or anything like that there definitely are game over so if you uh, lose too much you you actually do game over and there are passwords so you can continue but um yeah, it's, it's totally in Japanese, so I'm not really clear on how to enter those. Uh, but yeah, I, I gave up after 50 minutes. I didn't see it getting harder. I didn't see it getting different. Um, and I didn't really get what I had to do to progress anyway. So um, yeah, I just, I just uh, left it at that. So uh, Baltic is researching this game. Um, if he might find out that there is an ending, I'll go back to it. Uh, but yeah, for me, this this game is, uh, is pretty much done. Um, it wasn't even on my list of games to uh, play for portable pleasure because um, I thought it was probably when I like researched it at first like there wasn't information about it so I thought like this is probably unbeatable if you don't know Japanese so uh, but yeah I checked it out anyway so um, besides that I also played the Japanese version of Double Dragon 2 um, Baltic recommended that game he found it he said it's uh, it's like a River City Ransom um, but yeah when I was playing it I was like oh, this this actually kind of looks familiar and uh, Lex um, was in my chat and, and she was like oh hey this is actually just uh, Double Dragon 2 for Europe and, and America um, but it's just a reskin which is not completely true. Um, the mechanics are a little bit different uh, in the in the Japanese version. I don't know the name. It's something with Niketetsu or something. Um, it's like a, a really long name. Um, but yeah, it uses the graphics graphics from the Kunio series for sure, like River City Ransom is. Um, but yeah, it, it plays a little bit different. Um, there are some different graphics. Um, there's definitely another OST for it, uh, which, which doesn't resemble the... Uh, western release um there are some other bosses that are actually a lot harder than the ones in the uh 
in the Western release of it. So I kind of counted it as a different game. It was different enough to be like, you know what, this is a totally separate uh separate entry for the Game Boy library and it also has its unique DMG code which is the DMG code is basically what we use to uh, see if 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 a game um, is like an exact copy or not or, or that it's a completely different game um, <clears throat> and yeah for this one it, it definitely feels like a different game even though the main principle is uh, exactly the same um again this came only came well <laughs> this version only came out in japan but again there is a fan translation uh, available um not that you need it because of course it's just a beat-em-up so um besides the the initial cutscene there there is no need basically for a, for a translation but yeah it's just about like your girlfriend gets kidnapped and and you have to go save her that's pretty much it but yeah that's uh, that's basically all i've been playing besides the game i'm going to be talking about today um which is Daddyus. um and probably nobody has ever heard of this before except for a few people and that's because this isn't like uh an original game boy game um not in the sense that it's a, an official Game Boy game, let me say it like that. Um, but it's actually a homebrew game that uh, recently came out and um, I really liked playing through it. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about it. And um, I'm not gonna go into very much detail about the actual game and the gameplay, um, besides like the, the standard overview of what it is. Um, because I don't want to spoil the game at all. I think it's definitely um, something that you have to check out for yourself. But I do want to give you the setting, what it is. And um, besides uh, just talking about that, I actually reached out to um, the person who made this game. And he was kind enough to answer a few questions about the game. So um, you, get, you get that instead. You get a little interview. Uh, with that person instead and uh, not just like a, a normal episode where we just completely go through a game and pretty much spoil everything. So yeah, uh, hope uh, you're excited for that because uh, I'll be talking about it right after this break song. Be right back. <laughs> Welcome back everybody, hope you enjoyed that little break song, which hopefully was from uh, from the game Daddyus. So yeah, like I said, Daddyus is actually a homebrew game. Um, I did a light on homebrew games uh, quite a while ago, I think it's almost a year ago actually, um, because back then I was actually beta testing um, uh, Diamaze for Freeball. And um, yeah, it's always fun to like uh, find these new Game Boy games uh, that, that people made in their spare time. Um, and yeah, this is a really, really unique one. Um, so I definitely wanted to uh, 
to talk about it a little bit more. So uh, when it comes to the release date, I think the initial version came out in August 2019, um, as far as I can see from the development log. So um, it's been around for a few months, but it wasn't like uh, very well known. Um, and as far as I know, this is a game that stems from the Game Boy Jam, the latest one. Um, that then got made into a full-fledged game, basically. Um, it was developed or made by a person who goes by the name of Isma on the internet. Um, his actual name is Adam Birch. Um, and uh, he's basically a, a graphical designer from uh, Wales, I believe. Um, definitely from the UK. I'm not sure if he's actually from Wales, but he definitely graduated uh, from the University of Wales uh, with a bachelor i believe in illustration um, since then he has gone to work on comics concept art uh, motion graphics and band merchandise and um, he moved to uh, to south florida a few years ago i think he's actually visiting uh, the uk right now again um, i think i saw that on his twitter um, but yeah, uh, Isma uh, has made comic books, uh, he, he um, released some books of his own, like his third book, uh, Creaking Guts, the black and white art of Isma just came out, so if you're interested in, in, some, uh, in some art books, definitely go check it out, I'm sure you can find them somewhere. And if you want uh, some more information about Isma, you can always go to his website, which is ismaillustration.com, and Isma is... Uh, Y, Z, or Z, uh, depending on which English you use, uh, M, A, so I, Z, M, A, I, Z, M, A. Um, so, yeah, um, going further a little bit into it, the publisher, of course, is the same person, it's also Isma, um, and the music for this game was composed by Stuart Busby, um, I didn't find a lot of information about it, but I did find that there were a lot of uh, Stuart Busby's on the internet. Um, if you want to look for the correct one, um, he also goes by the name of Stu, which is S-T-O-O. -O. Um, so, so that is the composer of the music for this game. Um, let's dive a little bit into um, what this game actually is. Um, it's actually a horror game for Game Boy. Like... Probably the only actual horror game for a Game Boy. Um, I know in the past I talked a little bit about like Halloween themed games, uh, like The Addams Family and, and Dr. Franken and things like that, but there isn't an actual like horror game in the veins of like Resident Evil or Silent Hill or, or any of those uh, on Game Boy. So now we have one. So that is that is absolutely amazing. So uh, what is this game about? Um, let me dive into the plot real quick. Uh, a young boy's nightmare gets hunted by an unknown creature that warns him of its coming and the demise of his entire village after three days have passed. After waking, he notices that the behavior of the townspeople seems to be off and he slowly discovers the hidden story of the town while going about his everyday life. Will the young lad be able to stop the impending doom or is it too late already? So yeah, that's that's uh, that's briefly what this uh, game is about. Um, like I said earlier, I'm not gonna go into any spoilers of this game, but I do want to talk a little bit about uh, how the game plays out. Basically, um, the gameplay um, in 
yeah, by itself is basically a top-down exploration slash adventure game. Um, when I talk about uh, adventure games, uh, I mostly think about uh, games definitely like Zelda, but Zelda is a little bit more action-orientated. Uh, but for me, adventure games are mostly like games where you just go from place to place, you talk to people, uh, you gain information about uh, what you need to do, um, you can get some items that will help you on the way, and uh, that is pretty much it. Uh, that's at least in my opinion, I think it's an adventure game. Um, just think about uh, like the old adventure games on, on DOS, like Space Quest and um, uh, King's Quest, uh, Monkey Island, things like that. that that's, that's basically what I uh, believe is an adventure game. Those are point-and-click adventure games, of course, but um, Let's just go into the NES library real quick with Monster Mansion, for example, uh, where you don't actually have a mouse, of course, but just a controller. Um, so yeah, the main character uh, is able to travel across uh, the town, pick up items, interact with uh, all the residents in town, and um, by talking to the inhabitants of the village, uh, the player actually slowly discovers the truth about the nightmares, uh, what, what's been going on, and you have to decide on your own whether you are gonna take action to prevent uh, what's gonna happen or that you are just gonna accept actually the, the cruel fate that has bestowed upon you um, so yeah this uh, this is a really cool concept because it is not just a game you play through and when you reach the ending you are done um, your actions or decisions um, actually decide how the rest of the game unfolds and that can result into achieving 11 different endings. Um, so it's not just only a horror game, um, but it's also like a choose your own adventure game in that regard. Like uh, going back to like Silent Hill, for example, there are also ways to get different endings in that game, kind of takes uh, takes away from that. Um, but there it's, it's a little bit more confined in this, like a lot about the story actually changes depending on uh, how you go about with doing what you want to do. So um, yeah, like I said, there are 11 different outcomes for this, game so far i have been able to find six uh out of 11 so i'm doing pretty well i guess um but I'm, I'm really trying to figure out all the endings on my own without any spoilers but i'm kind of running out of ideas on what to do so maybe <laughs> maybe i won't be able to find them all anyways um, i'm not gonna say what these endings are at all um, i really feel like you should uh definitely check it out for yourself um it is a game boy game so it's not a super long game or anything like um i'll, I'll definitely post a link to my initial playthrough um in like the the description of this uh this episode but um yeah it's i would say it's like an hour and a half game the first time you're playing depending of course on what you will do um, like some of the endings can be achieved in like i would say five minutes or even faster um, but if you want to like actually explore the game and see what it has to offer um, there's definitely 
like an hour and a half to two hours um, initial play time to it and afterwards yeah like I've been playing for what three hours now because I'm trying to get all these different endings um, I'm sure I still have like two hours maybe left so that that's pretty good for a Game Boy game to be honest like um, if you don't dive into games like uh, Link's Awakening or 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 Metroid like um, like it this this has a lot of content for uh, for being such a small game, definitely made by one person. So um, this, this it's really it's really fun to do so, and I would definitely recommend you check it out for yourself. Um, of course, it is on Game Boy, so it. It's not super scary unless you can uh, like really get into the zone yourself, like imagine things. Um, because of course the Game Boy is limited when it comes to um, to showing some some graphic horror. But there are some really really uh, cool scenes in this game, and the the entire setting of uh, the story is also very unsettling. So um, you. I would definitely recommend playing this game um, at night or something like that. So um, you can get like more into the zone of playing a horror game. Um, but yeah, besides that, that is pretty much all I can, all, not all I can say about the gameplay. Um, it's just all I want to say about the gameplay. Let's say it like that, because I really, I really don't want to, uh, don't want to spoil anything. So, yeah. Um, let's dive a little bit into the cover art. Um, the cover art is, is like a, an actual cover art, of course, for a Game Boy game. Um, it's, maybe it's kind of hard to figure out what it is if you, um, yeah, if you can't really make your own conclusion about it. But um, the cover art is basically the insights of quote-unquote person um, <laughs> that I'm not sure about either um, it has the that is a logo of course on it um, and it's it's like kind of rendered in a Game Boy Green like color like a little bit more flashy of course because the the uh, original Game Boy Green is a little bit dull um, but yeah it, it's basically the insides of a person or creature uh, in the background with the logo on it. And I think that explains more than enough about the game. You can see that it's uh, it's gonna be a creepy game, so um, I don't think you need anything more else than that. Um, if you're interested in seeing more of the art of the game, however, um, you can um, get the special edition from this game. Like, I forgot to mention this uh, at the start, but <clears throat> you can download this game for free. It comes as a ROM, so you can play it on, on any emulator, or you can even play it on uh, EverDrive, um, like I did. Like, I actually tried it out on EverDrive. So, um, yeah, you can definitely just get a regular edition for free or for whatever amount of money you want to uh, to pay for it. Or you can get the special edition, which is uh, $5 and up, um, which comes with a lot of concept art and things like that. So you can definitely check that out. And it's it's uh, very much worth it. Um, so at least you get a little extra uh, for, for um, yeah, contributing to, to the game. So I would definitely, um, I would definitely do that if I were you. So, uh, so yeah, I'll definitely also post a, um, 
a link to uh, where you can actually find the game, or you can just type in Daddyus Game Boy in, in Google. It, it will show up pretty fast, so um, it's definitely one of the top results, so um, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Um, normally we talk about trivia, but of course we don't have any trivia right now. Not really. Um, well, I guess the trivia will come from the interview we'll be uh, diving into uh, shortly. So, um, but yeah, reception in, in all the new media. Well, it's, it's definitely new media. So I'm just gonna go over the uh, reviews that are posted on, on the download page itself. So, um, Daddyus is a masterclass in efficiency, manages to tell a big story with delightful brevity. That's from uh, Matthew Lofhagen from Nintendo Force. Um, IndieGamePlus.com says Daddyus offers some horrifying imagery despite the limitations of the Game Boy. Yeah, like I said, indeed. And all while offering a tangled, frightening story that will take a great deal of work to unravel. Yes, I totally agree. <laughs> you do have to do some... Like, again, it's not a very lo long game or exp expanded game. Is that a word? Now it is. Um, but yeah, you. in order to get all the endings, you, you will have to dig around for sure. So, um, And digitaldownloaded.com says that he is, does a truly charming job of being sinister. Yes, it really does. It's really, really good. So check it out for yourself. So yeah, people are receiving this very positively. It's, it's definitely great. Like... Nothing more I can say about it. You'll have to check it out yourself. Definitely if you like horror games. And if you like Game Boy games, of course. Otherwise, um, there's no real point to playing it, <laughs> I guess. No, no, definitely definitely go check it out. Anyways, that's a little bit uh, the overview of uh, of the entire Daddy's game that I can uh, say. I hope I am pronouncing the name correctly, by the way. <laughs> like I'm saying Daddy's, but maybe it's pronounced a little Daddy's maybe. Um, so my apologies if I'm pronouncing it correct incorrectly this entire time. Uh, but yeah, after uh, after the break, I'll dive into um, I'll dive into that uh, little interview and maybe some of the thoughts I have uh, on the game in general as well. Be right back. And here we are again. Hope you enjoyed that other song, hopefully from uh, from this game. I'm not sure if we can do it, but yes. Um, so, like I said before, I actually contacted uh, Adam Birch Isma uh, himself to um, to ask some questions about this game, um, some general questions. Um, 
So let's uh, let's dive into those uh, for sure. So um, I think I asked six questions or something like that. Anyways, I'll, I'll go over them. So um, the first thing that I asked was uh, like, what are your inspirations for making the game? And, and why did you choose the Game Boy format actually for this project? So um, an obvious and major inspiration that most people picked up on was uh, Majora's Mask. I did pick up on that, yes, for sure, because of the three day um, thing, uh, definitely. So um, I like the setup of that game, but I didn't want it that reverting time was a solution to the problems in my game. I wanted it so that you couldn't change the choices you had made as you went. Other huge inspirations for me are ASCII Soft Tower of Heaven, Lovebred's Lisa the Painful, and everything Devolver puts out. In terms of Game Boy games I love, my top three are probably, and this is <laughs> this is not gonna go well, the first one with, uh, with my co-host, Super Mario Land 2, uh, Metroid 2, and Dr. Mario. Um, I chose Game Boy Studio mostly because it had just come out. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mention this, uh, that the game was made in uh, GB Studio, which is a free tool you can download to make your own games, so, so definitely check it out. Um, me and a few friends love the classic Game Boy stuff, so when we found this engine, we decided to jam on it. It's no secret that Daddyus was always going to be bigger than uh, the Game Boy game, but I found a piece of the story I could shave off and make into this. It was honestly a cool bonus that the retro aesthetic and being able to play it physically worked out so well. Yeah, it, it really did come out amazingly. Um, I, I do love the style. Um, I love some like how some of the imagery uh, got translated to a Game Boy uh, setting. Like again, if you buy the special edition, you can see like the concept art, and it's really cool. Um, how uh, those things got translated to Game Boy, so it, it still looked pretty good um, for that, so so that's great. Um, so next question I asked was, um, like, you have, like, it's so weird to talk to <laughs> yourself because I'm talking for two people now, uh, but yeah, I asked, uh, you have a graphical designer background, but did you also have any prior knowledge about making a game or specifically a Game Boy game. So um, Adam responded with, um, I actually had pretty little, but at least some. Um, I had been working in the past on a Game Boy game inspired by Mega Man, Castlevania and Mario in Game Maker. So I had some knowledge of the limitations from that project. Um, the thing with Game Maker, as opposed to GB Studio, is that it doesn't enforce these limitations. Um, if the game doesn't work in Game Boy Studio, then it won't run full stop and and that was fun to try and get around. Um, I would love to go back to that original game. Um, I still love the story, but I really don't want to make two Game Boy games in a row. <laughs> okay, yeah, so... Um, like, the Game Boy thing was never um, intended, um, but it, it, it was just something that that uh, Isma came across and then decided to, uh, to adapt his... his uh, entire Daddy's uh, storyline too. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it happened. I'm glad I was able to <laughs> to play a pretty much new Game Boy game. So yeah, that's great. Um, so yeah, my third question, um, how long did it take you to make the game? And what were the difficulties uh, during the process? So um, the game 
pretty much took two months straight on the nose. Uh, the original jam deadline was one month and I worked flat out to hit that. Uh, in my evenings from work. But when the month started to wrap up, it was becoming more apparent uh, that this is something I could finish, so I took it a little further. Uh, as for difficulties, there are there were a few. Uh, the art limitations uh, in place were a bit of a nightmare, but a nightmare I ended up loving for sure. A Game Boy screen is 160 by 144 pixels, it has a four color palette, and you can't have more than 192 unique 8x8 uh, pixel tiles on one screen without breaking it. Uh, this made some of the maps a nightmare to balance out and make work. The church area especially, you will see that if you play the game, um, it also made the splash art segments more difficult. Uh, that, that's like the, the things you see during um, during the cutscenes. Um, I would draw everything exactly how I wanted it and then find out that I am something like more than double over the space limit. So then I had to shave everything back down to make it all work. Frustrating but fun. You can see some examples of this in the art folder of the special edition. Again, go get that special edition, guys. Um, another difficulty for sure is that if you are still relatively new, you shouldn't make a game with 30 plus non-playable characters that change location and script over three days and can be affected by variables. Everything got difficult to manage, but eventually all came out okay. So yeah, I, I didn't mention that, but there are a lot of characters in the game and um, each have their like own little storyline depending on your actions. So um, I can definitely imagine how hard it would be to, uh, yeah, to make sure that, that everything eventually works correctly. Um, because yeah, if you you are going for eleven different endings, so all your characters have to behave differently um, when it comes to those variables. So yeah, for for me something like that. Uh, for me personally, I'm not talking as as Isma right now. For me personally, that would be uh, a complete mess. That's why I'm not a like a programmer or anything. It, I would just, uh, it would just blow my mind. Um, so yeah, the uh, uh, next question was, is there anything you really wanted to add to the game but wasn't able to do limitations with the format? Um, so as I said, uh, mostly more art, honestly. Um, I had these visions of colossal scrolling screens and as mentioned, uh, most of that got shaved down over development time. Uh, right now, there are a few secrets in the game. I don't think I found any of them so far. Uh, but initially I planned to include many more and have them be nearly impossible to find for most players. Um, so yeah, that's that's actually really cool that there's still some, besides the the endings, that there are still um, still secrets hidden. I like, I like looking for secrets. Um, I love the idea of bits and pieces only some players saw and that they could... Uh, could excitedly tell their friends about. In the end, it proved difficult to implement, but some survived and are in there. So yeah, that's that's really exciting. Like, I don't think I came across any of them. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. But I do love me some secrets in my game, so... Um, yeah, I'll be sure to, uh, <laughs> to dive into those as well uh, whenever I can. First, I need to get all those endings, though. Ugh, I'm never going to be able to find them all, I feel like. <laughs> I'm not that great in, in, uh, in discovering everything. Um, okay, 
On to the next question though, um, seems like you're going to expand on the universe of Dedius. So can we expect another Game Boy game uh, in the future or are you going to dive into different uh, media or systems? So, uh, so Dedius was never supposed to be brought to Game Boy at all initially. It started as a comic I began writing around 10 years ago. Then over time that got split into smaller stories and then it morphed into this game idea I had. But at the time I had no skills at all in game development. As mentioned above, in the end I found this, well, <laughs> for me above for you guys when I said it before. Um, as mentioned uh, earlier, in the end I found the smallest piece of this story, shifted off for this small game, and it has been really exciting to see people respond to this so positively. Um, as for another Deadiest Game Boy game, no, I don't think this is the right platform to tell the story I want to tell next. I'm still wrecking my brain to work out the exact right way to put it together, but I'm thinking PC is the way I'm going next, but uh, stylistically I will be taking heavily from the Game Boy Advance, as that system had some incredible art there. Uh, as for different media, I still want to return to the actual comic one day. Comic art is difficult, um, I've worked uh, on it for a bit and I find game development actually a little easier to express myself. Uh, so, but we will see. So yeah. Um, again, if, if you get the special edition, it's clear that this has been a project that has been going on for many years, like 10 years, like uh, like Isma says. Um, and yeah, it's, it's kind of cool that um, even though a Game Boy game wasn't uh, part of the plan at all, um, we got something out of it anyway. So it's really cool. And I'm kind of interesting to see how this game or, or like a, a revamped version of this game or a reworked version i guess uh would be for like pc or or, or like yeah steam or or whatever or switch everything is everything is on switch now so i'm, I'm sure <laughs> there's some possibilities there as well uh but yeah it would be cool to like uh to see this uh become a, a much bigger game uh, than just this little Game Boy game. Like, I also like to see Game Boy D makes. Like, they're never real games, but they, they make concept art for Game Boy D makes and things like that. And I always really enjoy that. So uh, it would be cool to see this go to in, in, like, a different direction. So, um, yeah, definitely looking forward to more of this. Um, and then my uh, final question was, uh, do you have any advice for other people who want to make a Game Boy game with uh, Game Boy Studio? Um, this my responded with, uh, I know this is the lamest answer ever to a question like this, but honestly, just jump in. Um, this project ended up being a lot of fun and it wasn't the most difficult thing in the world to put together. Uh, I think this could be a really cool step into making games for those who are new to it. And that's really exciting for me. Uh, I can't think, thank Chris Maltby enough for giving this engine to all of us. So yeah, Chris Maltby, uh, Chris Maltby, excuse me, is the person who uh, made Game Boy Studio. And, and yeah, like I said before, it's available on the interwebs for free. So um, yeah, so definitely, uh, if you're interested in making your own Game Boy game, try that out because uh, could be could be a lot of fun. Um, like 
Baltic and Lex have been talking about making a Game Boy game as well. Uh, I might jump in for some like graphics and things like that. But besides that, I'm, I'm really not going to bother. Like I said before, I'm not a programmer. It, it, it's all very complicated to me. Um, I booted up uh, GB Studio and I was like, I have... I have absolutely no clue what I'm doing. Like, I'm, it's it's just not uh, not something for me. But it would be nice to like uh, provide some graphics at least for for a project like that. So maybe in the future, you people will um, will actually see a, a Game Boy game from us. So yeah, look forward to that. But yeah, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> this is weird saying it like this, but thank you very much, Isma, for answering those questions for sure. Um, and I wish you a lot of luck with uh, your new project or your new uh, game, uh, game, not Game Boy game, your new Daddy's game. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Um, I didn't really dove into like my... Um, personal thoughts about this game um besides like when i was talking about the gameplay and things like that i only have one uh real thing that but well it's not bugging me uh, and i know it's it, it's probably also due to the limitations um of making a gaming game with studio but the, the only thing that's a little bit bugging me right now as i've like done six endings so far and i'm still trying to look for the other five ones is um that it it's uh, not possible to like really skip dialogue or, or cutscenes, um and that goes for every game that doesn't have it um not i'm not just talking about that is uh, right now really but um yeah if, if you're looking for secrets or other endings and you have to do the same thing over and over and over again um having an option to skip things uh, would be absolutely great i don't know if that is in the realm of possibility for this game if not whatever but if um yeah if there could be an update on that in the future um that would be amazing actually <laughs> like yeah for, for people like me who are really going uh, the long way to find everything in this game, it, it's, uh, yeah, it, it would be a lot easier and it would be a lot faster. But whatever. Again, it's not that big of a game, so it doesn't really matter. It's just a thought that came to mind, to mind earlier uh, when I was uh, looking for more endings. So, uh, But yeah, that's... Uh, it's pretty much all I can say about the game. Hopefully, um, this little interview part was was uh, very interesting to uh, some of our listeners. Um, like this is the second time we were able to get in contact with uh, a developer of a game. Um, like Baltic uh, was lucky enough to to find uh, the person who made Alien Three for Game Boy, um, and and yeah, I decided like you know what, I'm I'm just gonna reach out to Isma and see if uh, if he wants to answer some questions, and he did. So again, thank you very much for that. Thank you very much, and everybody, go and get the game, please. Um, even if you don't want to pay for it, go get the game, play it, uh, make sure other people know about it. Um, that's that's the, pretty much. The, the purpose of this podcast to begin with to to make people aware of games that are out there that are not well known or maybe even new like this one so yeah go uh go download that is and play it yourself after the break i'll be saying goodbye to you all
All right, welcome back, everybody. Um, so we normally go through the listener questions and things like that. Um, so I did ask uh, everybody if they had some questions, not even like for me, but maybe for Isma. Um, but most of the response I got were um, like questions that I actually asked myself. So yay, I did well. So um, yeah, I'm just gonna fly over that part. So we don't have any listener questions, <laughs> exactly. So um, yeah, I'm just gonna say my goodbyes here, like always. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, um, all slash Mula, which is M-O-E-L-L-E-U-H. You can find my co-host Baltic, who is of course not here right now, uh, on uh, slash Baltic Gaming for uh, Twitter and Twitch and Instagram, I believe. And um, while he still hasn't ha uh, have a unique... YouTube thingy, but he has uh, been uploading his um, former Game Boy Adventure um, videos, VODs, to YouTube, so maybe in a bit he'll, uh, he'll be able to get that Baltic Gaming um, tag on YouTube. Um, you can find our lovely producer, Sprinting Legs, on uh, Twitch as Sprinting Legs, Twitter as Sprinting Legs, YouTube as Legs, I believe, and... She also has her own website, which is sprintinglegs.com. So you can also check that out. And there's there's some more links to her other projects on there. Um, as for us in general, you can, of course, find us on gbrunner.com slash T-I-G-B, where you can also find links to all of uh, our social media thingies. Um, you can also find a link to our Discord there if you want to uh, reach out to us through there, just want to have a talk with us. It's always fun in the Discord. We're, we're, it's pretty chill in there. It's like not like overwhelming or anything. Um, sometimes we get into a little discussion about something, but most of the time it's, it's pretty relaxing there and you can always uh, use that platform to ask us any questions you want or check out uh, what the Next episodes are going to be an ask questions specifically for that. So um, then they will uh, show up during the actual episodes. Besides that, if you want to support us with your own well-earned money, there are two ways to do that. You can get uh, to our Patreon page, um, patreon.com slash this is Game Boy Podcast. No, just this is Game Boy. There we go. Um, where you can, of course, uh, do like the monthly subscription thing starting from a dollar. So it doesn't even have to be much. But any help is, of course, appreciated. And you get, of course, access to some bonuses like um, cut content, um, access to our notes, access to special channels in our Discord and things like that. We're still trying to reach that goal of $20 a month and then we can uh, take some time to do more um, live recordings of this. Like not every episode is gonna be live, but um, at least we'll, we'll have a little little more room to work that in. If you just want to support us one time, there's also a paypal.me link on the website. So you can also check that out. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode at least. Thank you everybody for listening. Again, thank you very much to Isma or Adam Birch uh, for answering some questions. Um, 
maybe in the future, who knows, we can actually get you on the podcast. Uh, for me, it was harder to to actually um, invite you to be on it, which I wanted to. But uh, again, I'm from Belgium. Now you're in the UK <laughs> or you're already back in, in the United States. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't have worked out, especially not during these holidays. So um, yeah, maybe in the future, who knows. But yeah, uh, again, everybody... Uh, Happy New Year. Um, so hope hope you're going to have a great rest of the year. And me and Baltic will be back in two weeks with a full episode. And that, will, that one will be about Maru's mission. Hope to see you then. Bye-bye. Good enough.